0: Hi! We're the Shurfa Sisters from Malaysia, Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created MyEnglishMatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes or picking your kids up from school. So let's get
1: started, shall we? In today's episode, we are going to learn how to address people in formal and informal settings we're going to look at the english speaking world in particular america and the uk and then we're going to compare it to our world the malaysian context because you're going to see a few yeah differences and you will you can compare for yourself so i want to give a shout out to my friends who have helped me in my research to compare you know what's the norm in the UK and what's the norm here in Malaysia. So I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Miss Shad from Manchester for helping me out. And Aisha, Sheila, Zul, Dr. Shafawati, Miss G, Madam Halimah, Lime. All right, so thank you so much for helping me. And hopefully, hopefully, um, you guys will learn something from this. Okay, firstly, when we talk about addressing people, I'm talking about giving them titles or... Referring to honorifics, so the word is honorifics. What I mean by honorifics is the same thing as what I mean by titles. So honorifics, this is how you spell it: H-O-N-O-R-I-F-I-C-S. Honorifics, same thing as titles. So people might say honorifics or titles, same thing. Let's give you another definition: uh, surname. Surname is the same thing as last name or family name. A family name is shared by all members of the family. And so in Western culture, especially I'm talking about the English-speaking world, the family name appears at the end of the first name. So if your name is Elizabeth, your family name would be, say, for example, Wakefield. So Elizabeth Wakefield. Wakefield is not her father's name. Her father's name might be. Ned, Ned Wakefield. So the name Wakefield is passed down to the next generation. Now, for married women, she may take her husband's surname or family name. That means that her husband's surname is then passed down to her children, to their children. If she's not married, then she would maintain the name Wakefield. This is in Western culture, especially the English-speaking world. Now, as I've said, is a name that's shared by all her family members. That's, that means her mum, her sister, her brother, her siblings, her grandparents on her father's side would have the name Wakefield. So that's something interesting. So I would like for you to remember that. So surname is the same thing as last name and family name. Now, for male, right, when we talk about giving people a title, we have Mr. M-I-S-T-R, and this is normally shortened or abbreviated to Mr, just M-R, or even Sir, so let me explain. Now, in a formal setting, it would be Mr plus the surname. Remember, I talked about surname, the family name. So, if his name, his full name is Sherlock Holmes, in a formal setting, he would be called Mr. Holmes, Holmes being his surname. His full name is Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Now, if we do not know his name, we can just simply call him Sir, Sir. So, use Sir if we do not know his name. That would be the polite form. Now, what about women, female? So, for female, we have Miss, M-I-S-S. We have Ms. M-S And then we have Mrs. Okay, so let me say that again. We have Miss, M-I-S-S. And then we have M-S, which is pronounced Miss. And the third one is Mrs. So let me break it down to you. For unmarried women, unmarried women, she would be called Miss and her surname. So let's go back to the example of Elizabeth Wakefield. Let's say Elizabeth is married, we'd call her Miss Wakefield. Now, in a business setting, in a modern setting, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're married or not, it's not that important. So, you can call her Miss, right? That is pronounced as Miss. Basically, it sounds like you spell it like this, M-I-Z. So, Miss instead of Miss, it would be Miss Wakefield. Okay, that's because we don't know if she's married or not, and it doesn't really matter. Now, if we know that she's married, it would be Mrs. So, it would be Mrs. plus her husband's last name, her husband's surname. So, going back to Elizabeth Wakefield, Elizabeth Wakefield's mother, let's say her name is Alice, but her husband's surname is Wakefield. So, she would be called Mrs. Wakefield. Okay, remember Wakefield would be her husband's last name. How do we know? Because we have Mrs. in front of it. Now, if we do not know her name, we can call her Miss or Ms again, or simply Ma'am. Ma'am. So ma'am is very, very formal. Um, I would say it's still used, ma'am, especially you know, if you go to a restaurant. Um, you know, at a hotel or something, and they'll say, may I help you, ma'am? Now, coming back to um, formal and informal settings. Now, when it comes to addressing them in a formal setting, we would use a title before their surname. So example of titles are, I've mentioned it before, we have mister. You would never spell it M I S T R. You would always shorten it to just M-R or a doctor or a professor so doctor would be, um, you know, you just spell it dr. For professor, you can contract it, shorten it to just simply prof. And, and then we have misses, like I've taught you before, Ms. and miss. Now, in a less formal setting, we can call them by their first name. For example, among friends, um, among peers, et cetera, you can call them just by their name. Now, if you you don't want them to call you miss or doctor, you can just say, you know what, just call me Jane. Just call me John. And I had a friend who recently received his doctorate. So he's a PhD holder now. His, his name, in front of his name, would be an, a doctor. So I said, so should I call you a doctor? And he said, oh, drop the title. Because we're friends. We, I don't have to call him doctor. He doesn't have to call me uh, madam or puan. But then my tip is always to just start off formally, you don't want to offend anyone and then you know wait for them to tell you to drop the title or keep the title okay it's up to them now in terms of letters in writing letters you can have dear mr or dear miss and the last name um or it could be if you know him or her it could be just simply dear john dear amy with a comma or if you don't know the person's name you can call it To whom it may concern, without a dear, to whom it may concern. So, for this one, you would have to um, put the first letter in capital letters. So, to whom it may concern, T, capital T, W, capital W, I, capital I, M, capital M, and then concern, C, capital C. Make sure you do that, and then you would put a colon colon. So colon means two dots instead of a comma. This is uh, formal. This is respectful. Or you could even, if you're like, for example, writing a letter to um, the recruitment team, you could put dear recruiter, okay, dear hiring manager, dear customer service team, or even to us, if you're writing a letter to us, dear My English Matters team. That's where I work, My English Matters. Now, I've also seen dear sir or madam, dear sir or madam in a letter. This is actually considered polite, but it's actually considered outdated. So it's old-fashioned to do this. So I would say that it is your job to find out the person's name. Who's the person in charge? Who are you writing to? Find out at least the department's name, you know, if you're not sure, rather than write dear sir or madam. But again, it's still used, dear sir or madam. It's just that it can be considered old-fashioned. Now, let's talk about spelling and punctuation. So, when it comes to using full stops or that means a dot, right, or a period in American form. Now, in American English, you would have Mr. MR with a full stop. So, in America, using full stops is normal. So, you'd have Mr. plus full stop and that would be the American English version. For British English, you'd have Mr. MR without a full stop. So that's very interesting, but it's up to them. Sometimes they do use a full stop as well. So they have that option as well to do that. Let's talk about using commas and colons in letters. Now, this is different as well. British English, the greeting is always followed by a comma. So for example, Dear Mary, or Dear Mr. Potter, comma. But in American usage, it would be a comma in a personal letter, dear Mary, dear Mary, you can see that Mary is used, her first name is used, comma. While in a business letter, it would be dear Mr. stop, Potter, colon. Yeah, you can see the difference there. In Malaysia, it, it really depends. I believe that we take the full stop and we take the comma as well. So if you're not sure, always you can always find out. Okay, always find out, can do your research as well. Now, in schools and universities in the UK. Now, in schools, you'd address your teachers like Ms. Webster or Ms. Shad, M-I-S-S Shad. Mrs. Thompson, if she's married. Mr. Barnes for a male teacher. This is interesting. At universities, once you're a bit older now, your lecturer wants to, you know, keep a more friendly atmosphere. You can even call them by their first name. So look around, see what uh, what and how they're addressed. How would they like to be addressed? So it could be like John or Jennifer. But So it's formal to call them by their surname, like Dr. Watson, for example. Dr. Watson. And I have a friend whose name is Shafawati Ahmad Sani. She's a Malay, but she obtained her PhD in the UK. And they called her, initially they called her Dr. Ahmad Sani. But then she told them, no, just call me Shafa. So Dr. Amazani is very formal. It's very formal. And so it's up to you to set the tone. For us Malaysians, we need to tell them as well because they don't know that it's actually um, our father's name. So even my mother was called Mrs. Shukri. Shukri is her husband's name. Okay, my father's name. So that's something that you, you need to think about. How would you like to be called? How would you like to be addressed? For Malaysians, we're a bit different. So we have Azima Shurfa, Muhammad Shukri. And so Azima Shurfa is my name, obviously. Muhammad Shukri is my father's name. And if you want to address me, because I'm married, I would like to be addressed as Madam, Madam Azima, not Madam Shukri or Madam, my husband's surname or my husband's name. I'm going to talk about all of this in part two. So stay tuned.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the My English Matters podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.